Thank you for listening to this, the official PE podcast. Okay, so we're here on the PE podcast. Um, 2015 playoffs. We've just had a, uh, an opportunity to play them back on the website this week and bring back some fantastic memories for people. Delighted to be joined by some people heavily involved that day. Simon Grayson joins us, John Welsh, Paul Huntington, Jermaine Beckford, Joe Garner, and Paul Gallagher are all with us. And um, just want to take you back to the week before it happened, first of all, the week before the, the, the playoffs got started. And, and, and we all can probably remember, even just as clearly, what the, the game against Colchester the week before. Um, a lot of talk was made afterwards about um, the way back to, to the airport and, and you getting stopped. And, and Simon, you had some words for, for, for the lads. What, what, can you tell us, did you feel that was really important to sort of put a, draw a line under it? Yeah, definitely. Look, we, everybody knew that we, it was in our own hands the last game of the season and we didn't perform on the day. We didn't play well enough to win the game. Colchester were fighting for their lives and there was a huge amount of disappointment for everybody. Um, and we were on the bus getting going back to the airport for the flight home and it was just so quiet and I just felt that I needed to say something to the players because we still had an opportunity. And um, obviously the words that I said to the players was, yeah, suffer the disappointment. Let's use it as a motivation. But ultimately, we've got a second chance. If we drop from sixth to seventh and gone out of the playoffs, you're all on the beach in the next few days. But we've still got a second chance to, to um, finish our season uh, with a promotion at Wembley. And, and winning at Wembley is probably the best way of getting a promotion. So um, hopefully the players took it on board, give them the next day off, and we came back in on the, on the Tuesday ready to work for the Thursday night game. So uh, just felt we needed to do something, put it to bed, draw a line under it and move on. Do you feel they had to be sort of comforting words rather than sort of harsh words? Was that, was that the nature of it, just trying to lift everybody? Oh, definitely. Look, I'd said my harsh words after the game, as harsh as they could be on the players. But it was just so, we were just all so disappointed because the number of PE fans that travelled to Colchester, we knew that one victory more would have got us automatic promotion and we could be celebrating. It didn't happen and sometimes you have to experience them difficulties. But it was all about galvanising everybody and saying, look, we've still got this opportunity. Let's go on and still fulfil our, our ambition of what we started pre-season with. And... Um, and obviously, we'll move on to that afterwards. Tuesday morning, when you get into the training ground, um, the rest of you really. Um, obviously, you're in the dressing room, and the, the, the coaches are in, in their room. Was was anything said similarly in the dressing room? While she asked you that, first? Um, probably not. I, I think after obviously the the game um, on the way home to, to, to the airport. I, I think when uh, the gaffer was talking to us. That was the only thing that stuck with me, really. Um, I'm one of them after a game. I'll probably analyse everything I've done wrong in, in most games. Um, but the only thing I could think of, really, was, was the manager's words and what he said. Uh, and it, it stuck with me all, all through the, the playoffs, really. Of It's the best way to go up. So I sort of made a deal with myself that there, there was no other way that we, we were going up and, and that was it. Um, and nothing was going to change my mind. And I think after, after that, obviously, the night of the game, it was... Everyone was really down and would have been really down in, in, in the homes and with the families. Um, but when we went back to training, it was just business as usual. And, and uh, I think everyone had the same mindset, really. Tuesday morning, uh, when we were back in, we had to go straight into a, a press conference to, to preview the Thursday's game. I know you all loved it when I took you into a press conference. And Garns, you, you did the press. I've just, just done some research and looked it up. And 
And one of the first questions from the press, I've, I've just watched it back, was, uh, was so Preston have played in nine playoffs and, and lost them all. Um, obviously, someone who, who's been at some of them gardens, did you, was that in your mind, the, the, the thought that, right, we can break this hoodoo rather than there is this hoodoo? Yeah, definitely. Like the Welsh you just said there, uh, all I remember is the gaffer on the bus. I think he stopped the bus and I just remember him saying the best way to go up is in the playoffs. And then I just started thinking, like, well, I've never played at Wembley, I've been to Wembley, so we might as well get there. And I think all the lads were confident that we could do it. We had Chesterfield and then we had uh, Swindon in the final. And we were confident that we could beat them teams. And uh, so that's what we did. Uh, um, a few of you had played in, in playoffs before. Hunt, you'd had a, uh, a playoff campaign uh, at Leeds again. It wasn't, a, um, it wasn't one that you'd have great memories of. But, but did you have... And what were your sort of thoughts going into those playoff games? I think um, I think just basically with the last day of the season uh, of the league games, I think um, getting over that initial disappointment, I think it was a good thing for us. I think we were the first playoff game, weren't we, on the Thursday night? Yeah. Um, and I think it was good to to get that out of the way. And I, I just remember going to Chesterfield and it being like a real sort of dogged and well-organised performance, um, sort of workman-like. Beck snicked us a goal and um, and then, yeah, we managed to um, obviously seal it at home. But um, we, I think we quickly turned that negative into a positive and uh, I think that was the best thing that could have happened to us, really. Thanks from memory. Um, you were doing a lot of training where you'd had a, a couple of injuries and, and you were just sort of being tight for the games at the time. Never trained. Always on the back. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that, that was the case. You, you just you just were being you were just making sure you were ready for the games, right? Because you'd, you'd had a couple of injuries, weren't you? Yeah. So what I did, I broke my big toe. Um, oh, that was a nasty injury, wasn't it? Training <laughs> 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 and then Puma Kings. Yeah, no, I broke my big toe and I, I wasn't really able to to run without much pain. So um, I decided to take the bike outside and, and watch the boys work really hard while I was uh, having a lovely leisurely cycle uh, in, the, in the sunshine. I think there was about five or six days on the trot where I had my shirt off as well, just chilling. It was lovely, lovely. It's great preparation for a semi-final. Uh, going into that. Sorry? It worked. It worked, it worked. Going into, the, going into the first semi, um, Gally, when, uh, on the, on the, was there a, uh, a feeling that, personally, for you, I don't know, I'll come to the rest of you, but personally, did you feel right? Well, we've, we've, did you feel you'd let yourself down or did you feel did you feel there was something to prove by not? Or did you feel, because we'd only lost one in 19. We'd, I think the, the final game of the season was the first one in 30 we hadn't scored in. Um, so we'd, we'd been in fantastic form. There probably wasn't anything to prove, but did you feel that? No, um, that was the toughest game by by far. Obviously, immensely from the last game against Colchester. Um, everyone was suffering, but we knew we wanted to get back out and put it right. And to be fair, Chesterfield had a, had a good team at that time. And I just remember it being the, one of the toughest games that we had that, that season, I believe. Um, obviously, Colchester was disappointing. To not go up after not losing in so many games was, was incredible. But then you've got to take hats off to MK Dons who stayed with us all that time. But going into that Chesterfield game, I knew if we could win that game, we'd have a really good chance. And 
thankfully, you know, Beck scored one of his little dinks that he's that he's capable of, and we moved on. Simon, I'm trying to remember if it was the Chesterfield League game or if it was the playoff, because um, there was an incident with Snods and uh, and um, Scott Duncan. Was that the playoff game or was that the Chesterfield League game? Uh, I'm not sure. I can't remember actually. Yeah, but he, he got um, an FA charge more or less, didn't he, for pushing him in the tunnel? And, and that was the sure playoff game. Any, yeah. Was it the playoff game, was it? Right. Yeah. Ask him. I remember Simon, he, um, he got accused of nipping him. Accused of what? Nipping him. So, like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It was, it was the strangest, strangest thing ever. Snod denies it still to this day, I think. From the, uh, well, we would do, wouldn't it? Because it would cost him money or a fine. So, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah. yeah from Yorkshire, I think you're missing the, the best one. Uh, Crawler, where his teeth fell out. We're going to what happened to his trousers at the playoff final. <laughs> <laughs> um, getting that result in the first one was important. Clean sheet was was obviously important, but getting the result first and foremost was, was important. Um, Bex, you got the uh, you, you got the goal. Um, coming off, um, did you? What, what, what did you feel? Did you feel it was? Um, did you feel at that stage there was still a lot of work to do? Yeah, definitely. Still a hell of a lot of work to do. It was a tough game. Um, it was. Uh, one of the boys said earlier, it was a dogged performance from them. So, um, we knew it was gonna, we were going to have our backs to the walls, especially only having the, um, the one goal advantage. Um, and they had nothing to lose and everything to gain. So um, it was just a matter of trying to keep our minds right, try and stay focused. Uh, see you in a bit, Rally. Take it easy, bud. <laughs> <laughs> um, trying to stay focused and, and make sure we, we stick to the, the task at hand. Um, we knew we had more than enough in the changing room uh, to get the job done, um, but we just knew it was going to be a, a, a tricky, a tricky encounter. They did have a lot of. Um, I've just again, I've had a look back. They had a lot of possession. They had sixty odd percent possession. They had 20, 20 shots. So uh, in terms of our resoluteness on, on the day, we did we did a good job. Yeah. I think we were well organised. Like we we kept it tight at the back. I think we we had plenty of goals in us with Garns, Becks. Gally's deliveries, I think um, we were well, well versed in like how we were going to play, whether it's 4 4 2, 3 5 2. I think looking at our team, like we were we were strong. I think we were, even after the last day of the season, I think we were confident. Um, and yeah, it was just workman like really, first leg. And then um, I remember Sam Johnson making a big save in the second leg at home. Uh, I think it was Klukas went through. And. Um, or, or had a good chance, and Sam made a good save, and then um, I think Bex got uh, got us on the way the second leg, and then from there we never really looked back, and uh, and yeah, we were confident going into the final, just because we knew we were disciplined, well organised, and um, obviously the manager had us uh, well organised in how we were going to go about it, and uh, and yeah, we were ready come come the final. I felt. You made a you made a change, Simon. I think to the the side from when we played at Colchester to when we were to, to the playoffs. I think you brought Killer into midfield. From, from, um, 
Um, right, you you'll have to remind me of that. Yeah, well, the killer was born. Killer was probably born in that much. So I decided I could have to bring it back in. Um, but killer was a good player. He could handle the ball. He could get into positions. Um, I, who did he replace, Ben? Do you know? You know, you team. <laughs> no, Carol did that. Depends on our away game, Walshy. Um, it, it was always a tie that was going. It was always going to put the most pressure on us. Not just um, in terms of they were the home team, etc. There's a couple of other lads I've already mentioned. It, the, the the mental side of it um, and, and being right mentally after playing just four days after what happened on the Sunday. How, how did you? How do you deal with that? It was difficult. I, I, I remember speaking to a couple of their lads before the game um, and they were basically saying that their managing staff had, had told them that we had gone, that would be us gone because obviously we didn't go up <laughs> um, to, to just get out from minute one. Uh, and I think they did. They, they played well. As you said, they had a lot of possession. Uh, they had a lot of good players, a lot of good individual players. Uh, but I think the game went as, as perfect as it could have gone. For, for us at that stage we were at because we, we, did, we didn't have a lot of possession but we, we worked hard for each other we, we blocked shots when we needed to as Hunt said it was a, it was a dog of performance um, and I think we, we just made the decision as, as a collective after that game that nothing else was going to stop us we, we, we got, got over sort of the Colchester game uh, put in a, a really good solid performance against Chesterfield um, and I think after that there was no looking back and in my mind um, nothing was going to stop us from going up, really. Gally, when, um, when we're back at coming back to, to Deepdale for the um, second leg, um, what was there? Um, was there a sort of a belief, um, having got the results in the first leg, that it was now it was now again back in, in your own hands, so to speak? Yeah, definitely. Um, like like I said before, the away leg was a, the most difficult game out of all three of them, I think, and. Getting back to Deepdale with a one-goal advantage, I knew we had players in the team that could score us goals. But I think if you look through that team, we had a lot of experienced players as well, players that knew the job, players you could rely on. And, you know, it, the team spirit we had as well was was excellent. And um, it was just good to, to obviously win at Deepdale and get our fans running on because I think we've been on the end of a few of other other teams' fans running on on a number of occasions. So, yeah, it was good to, to get that feeling. I think the, for me, one of the important things was having got the, the results in the first leg. You mentioned the supporters there. I think that gave them um, belief again um, because obviously they had obviously suffered as you all had they suffered the disappointment the previous Sunday. Simon, did you feel that um, you, you all sort of lived fairly locally? But Simon, did you feel that towards the end of the week, having got the results on Thursday, that the, the tide had turned again, that the belief was there again? Look, we, we had to keep reinforcing the belief to the players, the staff did, but ultimately then to the supporters as well. And, and as Gally touched on there, we, we made sure that even the previous season when we lost to Rotherham in the semi-finals, that we wanted to use that as a motivation that we would be the team and the club that was um, celebrating come the end of the season. So the, I think getting the early goal was the first 10, 15 minutes in the second first leg certainly settled us all down. Dogged display, as you mentioned. And then we just had to be professional, um, get the supporters in other, a detail behind us and see the job through. And we certainly tried to, as a staff, try to install into the players, keep doing what you've been doing so far the last 20 games or so, and we'll be fine. Yeah, they did have some threats of 
people like Doyle and Clucas and um, Everett and Roberts. They, they were a good, strong team with, with Chesterfield, but we were really professional. We didn't get away from what we'd done for the majority of the season, and that was playing from our shape, hard working, and we always knew that we had goals in us. Jans, you probably knew more um, PE fans in the, uh, than, than most of the, the players did, having, having been from the area. Um, did you feel, did it, did it come across from you, the supporters thinking, oh no, it's the playoffs again, or did you feel after that first leg that they started to, to believe that we could win one? No, I think the way we were playing throughout the season, I thought it was our time. I, I thought personally we would win the playoffs, no problem, and we, we ended up doing that. But I thought that as soon as we got into the playoffs that we'd win them. Um, so yeah, I had loads of fans and that at the at the the home game. The, only, the thing I remember from the home game is uh, Ian Everett asking me for my postcode to come round to the house. Said he was going to come round to the house and fill us in. So I remember that. Right, postcode. That's what I said. Yeah, he dropped me <laughs> postcode. I was winding him up. So, uh, but I remember that we, like you said, we had a few pitching versions against us. So it was just nice to have one for us. Um, it was about time really, and then after. We knocked them out and then through to the final. We're confident that we beat Swindon there. Um, on to the, the, the second semi-final, um, the, the, the most uh, obviously done a, the fantastic job. We, we suddenly uh, dominated that a bit more. Um, just just quick one time, and they, they'd have the problem with the goalkeeper, hadn't they? They had to, to bring somebody in on emergency loan to play, um, to, to, to play against us. Um, which we, we sort of only sort of found out the, the day or so before. Yeah, I think it was a bit of a surprise when the team when it, when that got announced the day before. Um, but it was like we did most weeks. It was all about what we were going to do rather than worry about the opposition. Really, we respected the opposition, but we wanted to get on the front foot, try and get that first goal because the first goal was going to be a massive part to give us a two-goal lead. We knew they'd have to come out, and we could still hit them on the counter attack as well. So again. It was, a, it was a great day. The players executed the plan that we spoke about. Um, and the one, there was one or two decent goals amongst them, weren't there? Yeah. And by, by the time we got to, to that, the final goal, um, Bex, it, it, it was party time, really. Yeah, it was. It was. Um, but that, listen, don't get me wrong. The goals were brilliant. But there were so many great opportunities in the middle of the park to tackle them and block shots and everything that, that kind of gets put to the side, you know? Um, Hunty made a couple of great uh, uh, blocks. Well, uh, she in the middle as well, just cleaning up, just beating people up. Galley as well, reading the game. Go on then. <laughs> you know what it is? Uh, Galley and tackling. You're joking. <laughs> That's why I came off. What's done of it all now? But like, it was an all-round team performance, you know. Um, right from the first whistle of the first leg to the the final whistle of the second leg. You know, we, we showed what we we're all about. Um, and we, you know, it got to, to the point where when I picked the ball up, I was a little bit worn out. So I decided to hit it from the halfway line. It, I remember telling you, you it was off the line. Do you remember that? You, you told me about five minutes before that. Guys, we did it in training every day. I, know, I, I remember shouting, don't shoot, don't shoot, don't shoot. Outside his box from the 45 minutes of the second half. <laughs> I just couldn't reach. <laughs> but then, yeah, it, um, it was just one of those things that everything was meant to happen on that day, the way that it happened. And, you know, we, we came away from it with a 3-0 a free victory. Um, but all in all, it was a, a brilliant performance. And I'm pretty sure that's, that's something that, that 
scared the life out of Swindon as well when they saw the performance because they must have thought, you know what, they've been dominated the, the first leg. They they didn't look as as good as they had done for the during the season, but you know they still didn't concede a goal over two legs against Chesterfield, who did very very well that season. Um, ben, I think the big thing about um, Ben, I think the big thing about sort of the response of the two games was that the spirit that we had within the group of players, that there was, yeah, some talented players, but there was a fantastic group that would stick together through thick and thin, that would um, galvanise each other, they'd run through a brick wall for each other. It just all came together in them two semi-final games after the disappointment. A lot of teams would have crumbled, but with a group of players that had put together and, and they'd integrated into the dressing room, it was never going to happen that. In terms of going back into the dressing room after the game, um, obviously the fans had, had celebrated it, they'd come on the pitch and, and, and celebrated it. But when you got back in the dressing room, well, this is for you, Welsh, was it feeling like, well, that's only half the job done now? Um, for a split second, no, because as soon as we got in, there was a few beers there, so we had a beer. <laughs> um, but, but I mean, even a sort of a, a meal later on in the night, um, and I mean, it was all I could talk about was was going to Wembley. And even in them circumstances, uh, I just couldn't wait to get there and, and, and get the game going, really. And I think everyone felt the same. And I think there was a lot of confidence down within the group. Um, as I said before, I think the mindset was that no one or anything is going to stop us from winning at Wembley. Uh, we've gone through the, the whole thing last the season before at Rotherham. Um, we'd come through the, the two games at Chesterfield. Um, and I mean, we hadn't conceded the goal. We looked strong, we looked like we can score goals, and we knew we could. Um, so I, I think as soon as the the sort of the game finished at Chesterfield, it was sort of have a drink and then mine straight onto Wembley for me. Were you not stuck on the pitch while she for a bit? Sure, you're on some yeah, shoulders. Yeah, me, me and Clarky. I, I just thought I was on the pitch on my own, and then I, I, everyone's got you on your shoulders. And then I looked over and seen Clarky. And then I, thought, I said, "Take me over there to Clarky." I remember being inside and looking on the TV, and it was obviously on TV. And you could just see you and Clarky bouncing around. Yeah, I see Clarky. I saw Clarky. Yeah, got like. Ian Everett was looking. Ian Everett was looking for Gans. Yeah, was over already. Ian Everett was already trying to write his letter to the FA in that stage. <laughs> um, so, um, Simon, I'll come to you in a second, but just on the players, how many, how many, which of you had played at Wembley before, Hunts? I know you had, haven't you? Yeah, I'd lost, um, we lost with Leeds against Doncaster 1-0, um, and to be honest, it's, like the manager said there, it's, it's the best way to go up, but it's the worst way to lose, so I was glad that for me personally, we were in the other changing room this time, so um, I'm quite superstitious. So straight Never. away when we were looking around <laughs> there before the game, I was thinking, buzzing. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, obviously the best way to go. Um, and like, you have the best summer ever, don't you? You know, you take uh, normally, what do you have, six, seven week off and you take that shortened time for um, for obviously getting the, the promotion. And uh, I just remember how quick it went the whole day. Like, it just seems, it, it goes in a flash. And um, and there's only the odd thing that I really remember from from the final, to be honest. Thanks. You, you, you played at Wembley as well? Yeah, with Hunty. <laughs> <laughs> at Leeds, losing 1-0 to Doncaster. Yeah. It's, it's painful. 
Who did you knock out in the other one? Was it Carlisle? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I remember that. Yeah. Well, I've, I've, never been, I've never been to Wembley. Obviously, we got beat off Cardiff when I was at Leicester. Um, the old famous Kermagrant chipped it down the middle <laughs> and cost us. So, but that that feeling of losing—you've worked that hard all season. You get to the, the playoffs and you lose. It's a horrendous feeling. And like I say, just to get to get to the final and win was was a great feeling. Simon, I've been to some playoffs before. I've been successful in in playoffs before. Uh, how much did you draw on your previous experiences? Or was it? Did you do lots of things the same? Superstition again? Did that? Did that come into into it? Well, well, superstition never played a part in my career as a player. Or as the lads were coming in a suit one week and a tracky the next. I don't wear them size trainers, seven trainers, trainers. Yeah, <laughs> same team. Put that tune on. Put that tune back up first. What are you doing? Touching that music. And a different car every other week. Again. A different car every other week. We lose, you change your car. <laughs> we lost the game. Snell's got a talent team. Yeah. <laughs> like, I didn't realise you lot picked up on all these things. How many times you, you and Snell's went for a curry on a Friday when we were 19 games unbeaten? <laughs> Oh, I can't remember that. I maybe had a pint or two. But uh, anyway, let's get, the, let's get back to the serious question. Oh, I had a pint or two. Two pints, though. But um, going back to your question, Ben, it was, um, yeah, of course, a drawdown on my experience of being there. Well, as a player, a little bit, but also the, the previous couple of occasions as a manager, we I more or less stuck to the same sort of plan because it had worked the two previous times. That, we um, did a lot of the work, obviously, at the training ground. This time we did it on, at Deepdale. We had <laughs> pit beds to the same size as, as Wembley so we could sort of get our dimensions right of what we're going to do. And and, everything, and the players worked really hard. We went down on the fr two days before, I think, Friday. And, uh, after training. Then we trained the next day and then um, did a, the last little bit of our preparation the day before. And then we went to the, as I've done before, some players maybe never been to and experienced Wembley. Um, so we went to the playoff centre final, was it Middlesbrough and Norwich, I think it was. Um, well, was we went to watch Wickham, weren't it? Wickham and Southampton. Yeah, it was League like, Two, it was, one, uh, wasn't it? Was a, it, was a, it was the other time I was there winning. Um, <laughs> so oh, I just felt that I just felt that it was good experience for the players, and I think also I said we had a tour round on the Friday afternoon, so the lads could go and see Wembley and uh, sample it um, with nothing in there. But also I wanted them to, to go and sample it with a crowd in there, and as a group, well, I, I said to the group as well when we were at Wembley, look, you can take your pictures at Wembley but don't put any on social media because we are here to work I'd seen the day before Swindon were posting all this that and the other and I said to the players look respect me for one thing take your pictures but don't put anything on social media you can put them all on afterwards because we've still got a job to do and uh, I think sort of that planning of what we've done we've got the suits all measured as well normally we're in track suits but I felt we had needed to go to work so we were in the suits not that the lads sort of did too much with them afterwards. Well, she's sure. still got it. Still got his, mate. 
Yours went on the bus without a shadow of doubt. Yours was just Mine's on the M6 somewhere. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, it was, yeah. I just tried to do as much preparation to give the, the lads the best opportunity to perform, treat it as a normal game, but knowing that there's a lot more pressure riding on it than just a normal game. The um, when when you arrived uh, at Wembley, obviously the, the, the seriousness um, kicks in. Um, for those of you not played there before, um, um, so I'll go to Garns, go to you first. So, what was when, when you get through the door, you go in the dressing, you go out on the pitch. It's, I'm, I'm guessing it's a bit different, and there's a, a bit more nerves than a normal game. Yeah, most definitely. I uh, I remember I went to Preston when I was watched Wickham Preston when I was a kid, and then when we went down and Wickham were playing the day before, I was like, oh, this is weird. So that was like. What, 15 years earlier or something like that? Yeah, 1994. Yeah. Um, so it was, it was just a weird feeling. But I remember I had an Under Armour on when I went to warm out, and I always wore an Under Armour. I had to check it out. It was that hot on the pitch. Mm. Yeah, remember that. Boy, you kind of turned the heat. Came for us, wasn't it? <laughs> I remember I, Billy Davis brought me off once because it was too hot. Fresh it's our ginger skin, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, seeing little silver dots everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you know. a half time, it was sound. Oh, Gally, you you had um, you had um, um, the injury as well. Um, we picked up in the in the first leg. So, um, obviously, you you, you played what was it thirty five minutes? But um, I'm, I'm guessing irrelevant of, of, of and you can you can be honest now and say how, how fit you felt. But you, uh, I'm guessing you're always going to play. Yeah, I was always going to play. I think I played quite a lot of games that season. I played every game in that Sam Johnston's Paint Cup, which the gaffer kept playing me in. So, <laughs> so I played a number of games, but there was nothing going to stop me. Do you know what I mean? I, I trained. I, I could obviously feel myself get fatigued, but you know, you work this hard all season. You want to, you want to get to where you want to get to, and you know, to play at Wembley was always something that I wanted to do. So, you know, to have that opportunity, I wasn't going to let it pass me by, even though it only lasted thirty-five minutes, which. If you agree, I think it, it was a good 35 minutes for me, but the most important... You were going off anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I went over to the right-hand side. I was trying to get away from you. It's, it's, when, you when you get down, you've done, you've done the warm-up. You're back in the dressing room. Um, um, do you have the last word, Simon? Is it, is it you? Is it the players? What, what were your last words? No, I, it's normally me that says the last words. The lads are gene themselves up, but... The, I, re I remember it, what I said to him, because I've said it in, in the previous times as well. I just said, look, make sure you have no regrets. Whether we win, lose, you have got to come off that pitch and give an everything. Go and enjoy the moment if you can. These opportunities don't come along too often. But the big thing was have no regrets. Male, the next day to be able to look in the mirror and say, I did as much as I could on that particular day. Um, and then the players walk into the tunnel, they're all talking to each other. But I just wanted to reassure them that's what I wanted them to do. But also to, the biggest thing was to go and enjoy themselves. They might never experience the opportunity to, to play at Wembley and then ultimately win there as well. Well, you what, what were you feeling at that stage? You get you're out, you're going out into the tunnel. And what are you feeling? Um, just mindset of anything that moves, tackling basically. <laughs> 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 that was just that was just you the volley every <laughs> <laughs> that, that that was obviously the, the job either being assigned yeah. of obviously that they like the possession kind of football. 
Um, so just anyone come near you with the ball, just take it off them and, and give it to Gally. That was that was basically my job. That was all I was thinking of today. Um, just get the ball, give it to Gally, and then let Gally do what he Gally does. And that, that that was just all I I wanted to do. That was that was my first fifteen minutes planned. Uh, that was my job, and and that's what I was gonna do. How how much more relaxed did you all feel after the the, the early goal wins? And Gally, you you it was your um, corner back. You, you put it in. Um, Bex go to 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 you first. Did did you feel um, sort of more relaxed at that point? Um, yeah, I did. Do you know what? It was a it was surreal as well because um, the way it came about. The defender was behind me. He started off in the wrong position. And um, he tried to get around me as the ball was in the air being delivered, obviously, by Gally. Um, but, you know, with Mike and Tyson, you're not getting very far. You know what I mean? Uh, no. now, um, brother. Exactly. Help yourself. Um, but, you know, like when the ball landed to me and I, I volleyed it in my left foot, it was, it was a, a moment of, of surrealism. You know, I I didn't believe what had happened had happened and we'd taken the lead as early as we did. You know, in my opinion, Swindon were, were by far the best team in the league that season. Um, and, you know, they just didn't turn up. They just didn't turn up. It didn't hurt that Galley put in a beautiful cross for the first one um, and Hunty's uh, second one as well. I'm, I'm claiming an assist on that one. Uh, <laughs> just prior to that though we, we did work on was it the boy Thompson he had a hamstring injury yeah. didn't he yeah, from yeah, the last yeah. second leg for the first ball yeah one of the things that we said that he's he, I knew that he'd had a grade two or whatever and he was never mm. going to be fit so we said didn't we in the in the team talk stick one over the top early on for him and his, and his hamstring will go and I think the first race the free kick, that's where he, um, who was, was he trying to tackle me? And then, um, yeah, and then he, he, uh, he fouled me and he'd he done his hamstring again because from that set piece, he came to mark me in the box and he was wincing the whole time. Yeah, he, um, went, off after, he went off after I scored. He was on the floor. You could see he was, um, he was in pain. But he, he should never have been playing in that game anyway. You know, no. you can't recover from a, a grade two hamstring in, in, what was it? A week? Ten days. Yeah, I think so. Getting all sorts into him, weren't it? To getting fit, but yeah, yeah it, it was impossible for that. To be. Well, she, the um, um, the moment everyone remembers from the final from you was the, the lead up to the second goal. Um, it was yeah. <laughs> um, it, there was it, it was probably what seventy thirty in the other lad's favour, but there was no way you were losing that tackle. <laughs> no, no, no one was ever beating me to that ball. Uh, as I said. Me, me, um, my mindset in that game was was just win everything. Um, obviously, you had the likes of Killer Galley, DJ, who, who were the ball players, and and I was basically win the ball and give it to them. Um, so that that was just my job, and I think it was uh, Ben, wasn't it? And I think he put probably one of the quickest players on the pitch. So I, I knew I had to. I'm probably going to be a bit. Be- <laughs> Sorry, second after that. Um, <laughs> I, I, I knew he was going to probably get there before me, but I knew I, I had timed the tackle quite well. So that's what I've done. Yeah. And I managed to get me, me, me leg in the way. Um, and then, lucky enough, I seen Gally. So I just thought my main thing was to just get the ball to Gally. Obviously, Gally's got a wonderful right foot. So um, just win the ball, give it to him. And obviously, what happened, happened. Yeah, I think, well, you need to give yourself more credit because 
the job you did allowed us to go and do what we could do. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I always felt safe going forward because I knew you were behind me. Yeah. You'd tackle anything and just get us the ball back. And we didn't have to I run. Think, I think that, that's what made us so good as a team, Gal. It's just yeah. everyone knew, knew the, the role in the team and, and everyone respected what, what each other done. There was things that, that you could do that I couldn't do. There's probably things I could do that you couldn't do. And just joined into one really good team. Yeah. It was a great, great ball in then from Gally, but up and home, you've been waiting a while. You've got nine goals already that season, but it had been, a, been a, quite a wait since the last one. So it could have been, uh, could have been uh, a nicer time to, to make it double figures. Yeah, cheers, Welshy, for the tackle. Um, <laughs> yeah, to be fair, most of my goals, like all that season, um, were just from Gally's balls in. Like, just get just that desire to go and head it or, or finish it. Uh, the pace was already on the ball a lot of the time with what um, how Gally delivers the ball, you know, the whip, and um, it's just a case of getting on the end of it. And uh, and I'm sure Garn Bex will tell you, like once you get one or two goals, you know, your uh, your confidence is up, and uh, and yeah, you just uh, you can't seem to miss, and uh, that was the case that season, and um, and yeah, I think we had quite a few threats from. Uh, all over the pitch, DJ, Galley, Bex, Garns. Um, I remember thinking going into the final that you know I'm I'm glad that I'm on this team. I would, I wouldn't I wouldn't change our team for theirs. And uh, and yeah, to to put us two 0 up was obviously a great feeling. And then uh, Bex managed to to get uh, get the third. And remember sitting down at half time and. And, and the gaffer talking, and uh, it was just like unbelievable. We were we were buzzing really. He was trying the the gaffer was trying to calm us down. I think that was the most nervous I'd been to, throughout the whole game at halftime. Three to lock. Was it? I couldn't believe it. Yeah, I was so nervous. I, I was warming holes. Me at three 0 done. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, going <laughs> three against us, there was no chance. Them yeah. four bulldogs, no chance. <laughs> I remember Bex going through just after half time and the keeper saving it and thinking, come on, like we need this fourth here. And then literally two minutes later, I think, was it you, Garns? Did you Garns, tackle the yeah. fella? He did. And then slid the ball through to me. Yeah. And, and then, yeah. Tackle. Yeah. Prior to that, <laughs> brilliant. Prior to that, do you remember, was it Matt Smith who missed a glorious header right in the middle of the box? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Michael yeah. 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 Smith. That was 2 0, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah that would have made it one, yeah. That was right before the third goal. I just want to go back to Holmes a second now. When you did score, um, you went so uh, you ran down the line because Kells had said to you, hadn't he? He said you're going to get a goal, then you went to to, to 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 speak to Kells after the goal. Do you know what? I can't even remember that. I just remember running, high fiving Gally, and just I could have kept running. Like I was absolutely shattered for the next five minutes, blowing out my backside. <laughs> <laughs> Gally, you've gone up. You went off then, just thirty-five minutes or, or, or so in. Um, from your perspective, how was it after, after that, after maybe the third goal, was it an easy watch for you? Was it a hard watch sat on that, sat on that dugout? Um, no, it was quite difficult because obviously I've been on the receiving end in semi-final, so I thought this game can't, can't be finished. It's too good to be true. So second half, when the lads came out, I sat near the ice bath and just sat there just thinking, come on, let's get across the line. And I, someone came in to check and said that Bex had scored again to make it 4-0. And I still didn't come out because I'm thinking, Get me to the last five minutes and I'll come out. <laughs> so the last five minutes I came out, then then you know you know it's it's done. You can never you know take it lightly because obviously Swindon were a good team. They had a, a way of playing which was was difficult to to play against. But 
you know, I think we set up perfectly for them and to, to play against us was probably their worst nightmare. So, you know, it was, it was excellent. And like you say, to come out the last five minutes and enjoy it, then after that, was, it was incredible. You all mentioned that um, header before, and I'll just come to, to you, Bex. You mentioned that header that, that Smith missed. It was just just wide left, um, and, and literally we broke from that, and that's when the, 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 the third goal came. And um, uh, obviously it was a, a fantastic, fantastic finish, um, and the, 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 the smile on your face at that point after the, what was our third goal, your second, did you feel, did you feel that, did you feel personally that the job was pretty much done? Um, no, I didn't. I didn't. But I think that's that's because you know that you know the threat that Swindon carried at the time. You know they they were, as I said before, in my opinion, they were probably the best team in the league. So, um, and I think their their playoffs. They, I can't remember what the the aggregate score in total was, but I think it was quite high scoring, wasn't it? Um, so you know they're capable of scoring goals. You know they're capable of dominating games. And I just thought they were. There was still a possibility that they could try and get themselves back in the game with a goal on or, or two. But um, you know, after the when we came out at half time three 0 up, I was thinking to myself, it's going to take a lot for them to get back into this game. Uh, I don't know if they're going to have it. I've not seen much in the first half, but you know, you can't really write them off. Um, so I was a little bit cautious. I was little, still a little bit nervous, but all in all. Um, I think we hit the nail on the head. I think we, we nailed it. I think we've done really, really well. You have to pick decent tactics. You know, <laughs> very good personnel on the day. Takes players to carry them out. <laughs> <laughs> Made a change anyway from you doing it. <laughs> um, but, you know, Gally was unfortunate to go off when he did. Um, but I still think the result would have been the same if, if Gally would have been on the field, you know. so. Um, it's it's testament to to everybody that was involved on the day. When you say they were the best team, uh, Bet Swindon, but I I looked at our squad and I think we sh we should have won that league. Easy. Yeah. The, the squad yeah. we had and the players we had, the team spirit. Yeah. We, we, we should have won that. We had the togetherness, didn't we? We had like a, a family unit, which they yeah. didn't have. But their their style of football. Um, yeah, yeah. Under the, yeah. Way the passing and moving and all that sort of stuff. I think that's that's it's pleasing on the eye. It's eye catching, isn't it? That's what I meant. It's, it was Remember nice. one of the last but, games of the season we played Swindon at home. Yeah, it was. Like they played out like the way they did and all that. And we back yeah. three 0 off. You got a hat trick. You got a hat trick, Gans. They made a lot of changes. <laughs> <laughs> I dropped that one in there. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, after that game, I, 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 I thought we'd batter him again, me. They made a lot of changes then, didn't they? They made a lot of changes, but they still kind of played the same way, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. When you took him in time at half time, I'm guessing it was probably a different team talk to the previous times you'd been in Wembley. Did you have to think quite hard about what you want to say when it's 3-0? Yeah, it's like the lads were saying, it's a bit surreal that to be 3-0 up, at Wembley in a playoffs final, it's like doesn't happen too often. And we, I'm thinking, not even Preston North End can mess this up from a three nil situation. But still had to be aware of, of what potential threats that, that Swindon had. But my message to the players was really carry on what you've been doing, get the next goal, and then you can really enjoy yourself. Four nil. If we got to four nil, they were never going to come back. Three nil gives them a little bit of encouragement. They've got an early goal before our, our half time. 
But again, the prof- the professionalism from the players was was exemplary. It was everything that we'd done in the build-up, carried, let them have the ball in their own half, pounced on midfield, counter-attacked against them, was solid defensively. Every one of them carried out the instructions that we'd worked on for, what, a week or so leading into the game. And you don't get too many finals where the opposition have 65% possession and, and lose the game 4-0. But we knew that's how we were going to play, how we needed to carry to do carried things out. We were ruthless in everything that we did. And when the fourth one goes in, then you can relax. It was like, what, we've got half an hour still to enjoy ourselves now and, uh, and the players certainly did. In terms of that, um, they always say, don't know, that's what they say about playoff finals is you can't engender such tense, um, tense atmospheres, tense occasions that you can't enjoy them. And I'll come to you first, Welsh. Was, was, when when Bakes takes the fourth away, and you're 4 0 up, and you've got 25, 30 minutes to, to play. Are you able to then suddenly start to take in the surroundings, realise you're playing at Wembley, realise you're going to be a, a Wembley winner? Can you do that? Um, no. I, I, I don't know whether it was just me. I, I don't know. But I, my head was still on it as if it was 0 0. I don't know whether, whether that was just the mindset I was in. Um, but it, I think I, the, the only time I enjoyed it in Jordan the game was as soon as Beck scored his, the fourth goal. I remember Joe being lying on the, the halfway line. I don't know whether you remember that, can't. No, I had the best view ever. <laughs> yeah, and I just lied on top of him. Yeah. And just, just that, that was that was the most I, I enjoyed throughout the whole game. Um, but I mean, obviously, what fourth goal goes in and, and the, the kick-off happens, it was just minds back on it. It was just as if it was nil-nil to, to, to me. Uh, I don't know how the, the other lads felt it, but um, it was just business as usual to, to, to me. I fought a lot. Garns, you said uh, before that you, you felt comfortable uh, coming in at half time. So when that, that fourth goes in, did, did you take the opportunity? You're a, you're a, um, a Preston lad playing, playing at Wembley for Preston. Did you take the opportunity to take it in? Yeah, I did, to be fair. And like, like I just said there, and I was led on the floor and Bex was running through. And it, it, it was a one-on-one from me with the halfway line. So I had the best view of it with all the fans behind. And I was just led on the halfway line. And then when it when he slid it to the far side and celebrated. I just watched everyone run to the corner. I was still led on the floor. And then I, I ended up celebrating corners and throw-ins and all sorts in the end. <laughs> what about you, Hunts? Um, were you the same? Obviously, you, you probably were, were busier than, than most, than, than perhaps the, than some in the, the last few minutes. Because they, they tried it. They were still determined. There was headers to be won, tackles to be won. The, the, the defence unit were, were probably determined to, to keep the clean sheets as well. Yeah, I remember the last half an hour just taking absolute age, um, and like with about 15, 15, 20 minutes to go, getting a getting a bang and feel on the back of my calf and feeling like my calves were about to start cramping. Pitch was obviously massive, like Garn said, really humid day, and uh, and yeah, you just want to get to that ninetieth minute and and for him to uh, blow his whistle because like like you said earlier, all we'd heard in the build up was. Preston, you know, playoff record in the past, and I remember the manager saying in the press that you know that we can't affect that. That that was none of you know that was none of the current group uh, that were in involved in any of them playoff games, and uh, all we could all we could do was was affect the one we were involved in, and and thankfully we did that. Thanks. In terms of that, that I mean, I had the one where you'd gone through and and Fodrum makes a, a good save. Um, um, why, why have you got a hang up on that one, mate? I got a hat trick. <laughs> well, I'm going to get into the hat trick. I'm just 
So, so going through and completing that, the, the, the Hatsugana, yeah. when you, I don't know how how much these things play in your mind when you, when, when you play the game. I, I didn't play it, you, you lot did. When you're running through, have you got the first one in your mind? Um, yeah, because yeah. I know what I should have done differently the first time around. I'd oh. taken it too early. Um, I'd taken it maybe about a couple of steps too early the first one. So I thought to myself, do you know what? I'm going to learn from my mistake here. I'm going to take an extra touch. Um, and instead of trying to open up, open my body up, I'm just going to use my left foot and, and put it in the far corner. And fortunately for myself, as I took the extra touch, it, the goalkeeper shimmied a little bit further over, uh, left a massive gap. So uh, fortunately, I managed to, to take advantage of it and, and put the ball in the back of the net. It was, just, uh, it was amazing, absolutely amazing moment. Um, and I think that was my favourite goal. Because there's, I've got a picture of the cameraman with a camera like this, and he's cheering as well. He's going, ah! <laughs> Seeing that, yeah. Screaming, looking top draw. I loved it. Yeah, that's the Sky, that's the Sky cameraman. He's a Preston fan, and he, he got to work the game. And he was there, got, got that shot. I'm guessing, I'm guessing he's probably got that photo on his wall as well. Because it, it's, it's funny that he, was, he happened to be a North End fan and got given that, that position. It was a, a perfect place for him to be as well. It was indeed, um, but as Gon said, like with all the, the uh, North End fans behind the goal as well. As soon as the ball went in, mate, it was ah, what a moment! What a moment! I, I want to see it from Gon's perspective. I want to see it from I'll his perspective. That that must have been incredible. Not not just because it was me, but just because a goal went in and all the you get to see absolutely everything from from uh, the best view. We'll swap if you want. You can lie on the halfway line and I'll swap it. Still got the winner's medal though, lad, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> In terms of... Even on the floor, I'll ask you for sun cream after some. <laughs> block. I needed a hat on. <laughs> you came off shortly after, after that as well, mate. So was that... Um, at that point, I'm guessing it, it is easier. Gally said he didn't come out till till a bit later on, but I'm guessing, from your perspective, it was probably an easier watch on the bench at four 0 having scored a hat trick than uh, than it perhaps was for Gally coming off at two 0 Um, yeah, it would have been had there not been a a little bit of a a situation with my shirt being given to a kid, um, and I was focusing on that. I was focusing a bit too much attention on that than I was on on the the actual game, if I'm honest. Um. But from what I did see, it was, um, it was amazing. It was a great team performance. Um, and the boys saw the game out really well. I still think we had one or two more chances to score, didn't we? <coughs> we didn't have a shot. <laughs> <laughs> the the <laughs> last 20, Ben. Kevin Davis had a good chance, didn't he? Ben, the last 20 minutes of the game was a bit of a non-entity. It was basically like we're 4-0 up. And there was nothing happening in the game. They never looked like they were going to score. We just wanted the final whistle to, to be blown and we could celebrate. It was pretty boring to watch the last 20 minutes. Everybody's just sort of in relaxed mode. Supporters cheering, celebrating. So uh, the referee could have done us all a favour and stopped Garns from getting sunburned by blowing the whistle a bit earlier. <laughs> the referee's good back there, you know. He's sound one of the better ones in. Yeah. I think Banks was right. I think there was a... A uh, good chance. I think for Kevin Davis, I think there was a cross that came in from. Um, yeah, that's the, where the right. Yeah, and I think. <laughs> sorry, go on, guys. 
I, it came across and I edited it back, back to him. I remember it. And I should have edited it in, not trying to edit to him. If it goes in, it's, it would have been a fairy tale moment as well, because I think that was his, that was his last game in, in professional football. So you, you're probably thinking you'll do him a, do him a favour. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Good up, you were desperate to score. Sorry about that. Yeah. I've not scored at Wembley. I need a goal. Mate. Go for it. <laughs> yeah. So final final whistle does come. I remember um, I'd come down to the the, the dugout as well in, in the injury time, and I remember I think Mark Cooper had come over to your sound before the before the the whistle about just after the board had gone up to to, to shake hands, just to sort of I think he realised that the celebrations had started. That was I was good of him to come and do that before that. Um, to, to allow you to just go and celebrate? Yeah, look, it was always one of them situations because I've been in that situation as a player that the, the, when you lose at Wembley, it's devastating. I'd seen Danny Wilson the year before and um, Russell Slade um, the, the few years before that as well. And it's not easy to take. So when you want to have that conversation or shaking hands with the opposition manager and say oh, sort of how disappointed you are for them, but obviously delighted in your own self and what, and what you've done and what the team have done and and then it was just the final whistle went and I remember looking around and there was like lads who'd been sat upstairs in the in the gods were down in the suits like the young pros at the time like I think Josh Brownhill Ben Davis Hugo Hugo yeah he was he had that caravan, he had that caravan on his back still yeah. <laughs> he probably played 46 games that season and scored Attrick at Wembley with bouncing uh, <laughs> remember him on bus but it was it was just a day it was just once that whistle went it was a day for the players and the supporters just all mixing together and as you see from all the pictures that we've all seen celebrating with champagne the dressing room from everybody getting drenched to to the bus journey home which was uh, some bus journey Whoa. home <laughs> where snod <laughs> You the thing about it was that we the, we'd all gone to see your families we'd got the trophy and celebrating and then we were leaving to go back and we hadn't done any beers on the bus because we didn't want to <laughs> preempt anything that might go wrong or anything like that so we decided that we stop at the first service station and i being a real generous manager and sort of i said fill up the trolleys and, and and garns being garns and sylvan being like sylvan there was food there was but the one overriding memory of that was that this bill was coming to, I don't know, three, four hundred pound. And all of a sudden, Kilkenny walks up with a Mars bar says, oh, can you pay for this as well? <laughs> <laughs> and and we, we get back, we get to the service station, don't we? And the, girl, and the wives and girlfriends were on a bus behind us. And they were all asleep. And all I could see was the bus in front jumping up and down. It was like a rocking horse. It was, it was like such a fantastic journey back. Music, wanted singing along, beers. And then, I think we had uh, too many people on the bus at one stage, didn't we? Yeah. Poor yeah. old man was on the bus. <laughs> <laughs> He's sat next to me. Nearly drunk us out, your old man, don't worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> and then we went out in Preston afterwards. You lads went your way, we went our way. 
But it was a quick turnaround, weren't it? Do you know what I mean? From being in the, yeah, the change rooms on the bus, up mm. the M6, yeah. whatever. Yeah, it was good. Well, it, journey back, it, like it took long at all, did it? Yeah. it? It should have been, what, a three and a half, four hour journey. I felt like it took about 45 minutes. But they're the memories that you can always, you can take from Wembley. Oh, the yeah. team spirit, the environment that we were in at that moment in time from the staff and all the players all integrated together. It was showed what we were about as a group and, and as a football club at that moment in time. Mm. Well, she, can I just ask you about the, the trophy presentation? Um, going up those going up those steps um, and you and Clarky lifted it. Um, well, yeah. is, is that, I'm guessing that's a memory that on any day when you're feeling feeling down, that's sort, sort, the sort of memory you, you try and think back to. Yeah, yeah. To, to be honest, I, I didn't really expect it because obviously Clarky was captain, um, and, and I, I think I was about three people away from Clarky, and Clarky was like, "Well, she come here, come here. I want you to lift it." Um, so I mean, that was a really humbling moment for him, for him to do that at that particular time to think about me, when obviously it was his time to to, to lift the trophy. Um, so that that was really good. That always sticks in my mind. Um, but yeah, I mean, look when you look back at the photos and stuff that we we got. Um, it was brilliant. I remember singing on the um, by the stairs just as you go up, and I remember it was shaking, and I thought, "Is this safe?" And yeah, everyone was bouncing that. around, and, and um, it was just it was just a brilliant occasion, and one that fondly look back on. And uh, any time you're feeling low, then you just look at go through your phone and have a look at the pictures right from the from the the Friday right through to to the Monday morning, um, and it, it lifts your spirits. Who was last off the pitch? Um, after you've gone round, you've walked around in front of the fans. Hugo. Hugo. <laughs> Still there now. Um, I don't know. I'm guessing you, 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 you want to rush back. You want to get in the dressing room. You want to celebrate. But at the same time, you don't want to. You don't want the moment to end. You want to just carry it. You just want to. You almost want to keep going around because you think you're right. This is this is a moment I want to remember. I can remember the stewards saying, oh, come on, you've got to get off. There's another game tomorrow, obviously. There's <laughs> Norwich. Like, yeah, but we just won. You know what I mean? We've had a hard season. We want to celebrate it. But like you say, if we could have had a bit more time, then it would have been, would have been better. But it was excellent otherwise. I would have loved to have celebrated in the changing rooms with the boys. <laughs> lovely, but uh, I was getting drug tested. That was, uh, that was nice and fun. Yeah. <laughs> I literally missed everything That's... that happened in the changing rooms. And then somebody said, Bex, everybody's out on the pitch. They get, they're bringing the trophy or whatever. I was like, scrap this. I don't give a damn. You could, you could sack me or find me or whatever. I'm going to be a part of these celebrations. That's incredible to have drug testers at the final. Do you know what I mean? Madness, Especially isn't it? You want to celebrate things. as well. Yeah. It was bizarre as well, wasn't it? Because that's why you were in front. So when they did the group shot and the champagne's being left, that's why you're at the front of it. Because you've had to run on from getting tested to get out there. And no, I, that I just, was just in one in the glory. I just slid because <laughs> I, I couldn't find a space in between. the spaces. Pass the drugs test after you scored that trick. Did you actually pass it? Uh, well, yeah, I've retired now, mate. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> <all> the protein. <laughs> yeah, I think I did. I hope I did. Since <laughs> the post-match, Simon, we had. It's a bit strange that you've got to do all your normal responsibilities. You've got to go. You've got to go speak to Sky. You've got to go do the press. Bet you have to do the same. And and all you want to do is get back in the dressing room and and, and be part of the, the celebrations at that point. It's, 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 
you've got all these responsibilities that, 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 that really are just uh, an unnecessary annoyance. But, well, I was glad to get out of the dressing room because I'd just been soaked while doing a Sky interview anyway. So I was quite happy to get out of there, get my suit on and do do the normal jobs as such and let the lads have their moment as well because they're, they're the ones who did what they did. They carried out everything I needed them and wanted them to do. It was their moment then to go and see the families. Um, but we still knew we were going to have plenty of time to celebrate. And obviously one or two lads that are on this call now celebrated a lot longer than others. <laughs> I had a good story about Silv, so we went out on the just come back to ours, keep at us. So we got back at whatever whatever it was, and I said, just sleep on my lad's bed there, bunk bed. He climbed up the ladders and went straight through the bed. I was, I was going to the play the year, dude, the next day, and he comes walking up my drive at half eleven. Then he sweet. comes down as it, when I get back from the, the play of the year, dude. It's six o'clock at night, he goes, comes down to me, and says, Morning! Morning! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, he last man standing, money. Yeah, he loved it. You mentioned, <laughs> you, mentioned, <laughs> you, mentioned <laughs> you mentioned Hugo. Before, before. Going up in a, it was a, I was in the lift with someone going up to you know when you go and see the family in the in the lounge, and I remember a few of the, the Swindon lads in there, and they were like just laughing and joking. I was thinking, lads, yeah, just yeah. been beat Why are you laughing and joking? Like they started to care kind of thing. I, I don't know if it's the lads who are on loan from different clubs, but. At the end of the day, you're thinking you just lost the playoff finally. What you can't be laughing and, and joking. Do you know what I mean? That that always stuck in my mind. Going up the lift, thinking I wouldn't, I wouldn't like to be in that team if that if that's the attitude. I I always remember um, a few days afterwards. I got a call from one of the lads uh, who do Sky, and he saw us walking on that particular day, really professional, focused, and he said it was as if we were there to work and they were just there for the jolly up and the day out, which. Yeah. I, I think that probably sums up where we what was the difference between us and them on that particular day, and how it how much it meant to us as well, because a lot of you had suffered the disappointment of the Rotherham game and, and the Colchester game, and we didn't want to go through the agony again, did we? Yeah, the final final point. Let's just tie tie it all together. Um, I'm just going to go each of you one at a time. Um, for you, well, she was. What's your, your your favourite memory, or anything we've, we've not mentioned? Is there anything, any memories you've got of it that um, uh, that really stand out that we haven't talked about? Um, not not really. I mean, my most enjoyable time of it is obviously apart from lifting the the trophy will will probably be with Beck scoring us the, the last goal, um, seeing Garns on the floor in the halfway line, and the view. And funny enough, um, I've actually got a picture of just before that. Um, of the, where you've got the, the crowd, there's like a wall of white and Beck just run through. Um, so like you've got that picture and then it, that just always springs to my mind of, of a time then I sort of allowed myself to enjoy it if you like and uh, let your guard down and just collapse on guns. And I think I even said to him, I think we've done it or something like that. Um, so I think I think that probably usually always sticks out in, in my mind about the game. What about you, Gary? On a personal note, I think what made this happen, I feel, was we played Sheffield United away and we won 3-1 and that just springboarded us. Then we went on that unbelievable run. But going into games after that game we played, I thought, no one can beat us. You know, I was that confident in the team, the staff. From that day on, we played Sheffield United away. I thought, no one can beat us. No one can touch us. 
that weren't an arrogance, it was just confidence of in your teammates and the staff and all the way, obviously the Colchester game was so disappointing, but you know, it, if you go into a playoff and you don't concede a goal in two semi-final games and a final, you, you deserve to go up in my opinion and you know, that will always stick with me. The, the run we went on was, was incredible and you know, I don't think you, you'll probably see that again. And thanks for you. Uh, for me, it was the the journey into Wembley Stadium uh, match day um, because we had a, a video that was put up on the on the coach um, and it was it wasn't just it was it was the best parts of the season so it was the goals we'd scored the tackles we'd made the goal line blocks we'd made the saves we'd made um, just like all the best parts of um, and that just in my opinion that put us all on on in the right frame of mind, gave us all the right mindset and, um, you know, that confidence boost, that extra little bit of confidence that, that you may have been lacking. Um, the nerves were replaced by nothing but confidence. And, and for me, I, I love that. I love that. I recorded the whole video um, and, you know, I've, I've watched it back with my kids. I watched it back with my parents and they've, they've all said the same thing. They said, look, that's amazing. That's amazing. So for it was me, I, the Al speech, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So for you me, I, that's, that's the massive. That was massive for me. Alistair did the video, didn't he, Simon? Was it Alistair? Yeah. yeah, between, he put a lot together. Yeah, between sort of yeah. us all having a little bit of input into it. So, yeah, it was it was just something that we felt that we wanted to, to re-emphasise the players, what the good feel factor was and what they've done well, that they've... They've all contributed in different ways. It's all right showing all the goals of Jermaine Garns and the other lads scoring, but it's all the other lads at the back, Sam making goals, uh, um, saves, lads making blocks and tackles in midfield. It was all the whole combination of the group together, which we felt we needed to put together this video, which lasted probably only five minutes, seven minutes, but just to reinforce how they were feeling and to add that extra little edge to them. What about you, Hans? What was your favourite memory from from the day? Or, or the I think just the, I think just the celebrations after. Obviously, we spoke about the team spirit, and it was like a proper band of brothers. Really, we, everyone got along so well. I don't think you get, you get that at every club with uh, with team spirit, with uh, digging each other out. I think it went if and when needed. I think. Um, Everyone enjoying each other's company. If we had a team night out, that everyone would be there. If we went for a meal, you know, everyone would be there. I think that took us a long way uh, that uh, that season. And like Annie just said earlier, I think um, it just showed the spirit that we had from bouncing back from the the negative of the last day of the season. And uh, and yeah, just celebrating with you, with you, with everyone, with the staff, with, you, with your teammates after the game. And uh, I just remember it not wanting to end, really. John, for you, having been there in 94, to then win in 2015, did you feel like you, you sort of like, you completed a circle, so to speak? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I, like the whole thing was just a, like it was meant to be. Um, when I look back at it, though, it's more the, the season that I look at. I think from when we started pre-season and... Like all the lads, you you kind of work it out early if you've got a good group, and we had a great group that year. Uh, pre-season was always tough, but we got through it, and then the games fly by. And I think we were especially at home. We were we were some sides. Like you look around the team, and just confident that we could batter teams. Um, however, we wanted to play. We, we we did play good football in the final third, and 
got there, we were solid at the back. Um, I just enjoyed coming into work every day and enjoyed the company of the people that I was working with. And um, see, in the end, it worked out perfect. And uh, so the club's flying now, and uh, hopefully, they, when it kicks back off again, that they can go up again. Simon, I'll leave the, the final word to, to you. Um, they, they, everybody's talked about the, the group and the, the, the mentality, the togetherness. Um, it must have been, I'm, I'm not saying your job was easy, but it must have made your job easier that they, they were a group of that type. Yeah, definitely. Look, I, I was brought up in dressing rooms where we got on and on team spirit when I was at Leicester, especially where we, the, t the players would do the job for the management such that you would, you would manage the dressing room, you'd go out and do this and do that, you'd run through a brick wall for each other. But I think my, my overall, overall opinion of it all was these lads will understand it if, if they're going to coaching and managing again over the next few years that whenever you try and set out of, from a disappointment and you try and carry out a game plan of what you're looking to do, can the players go and execute it? It's all right doing it in training, but can you go and execute it? So the game plan from Chesterfield, the first leg to the second leg, executed the game plan. And then we worked tirelessly hard for the game plan of what we're going to do at Wembley. And you couldn't have asked it to go any better from, as we mentioned earlier, the first five, ten minutes. Turnham and Thompson will do his hamstring, which he did. He'll be vulnerable at set pieces. Let them have the ball, press in the right areas and then go and show what you're capable of doing at the top end of the pitch with your ruthlessness of converting your chances. And it was that camaraderie, that ca big characteristics that we had, big character shown from the disappointment that we knew that we, we could fulfil what we set out to try and do in pre-season and not to overturn the adversity that we suffered at Colchester. So the coach and manager in the future, these lads will understand what I'm going to talk about, that you... The players are so proud of what they managed to do because they could have quite easily bottled it and lost and we ended up still in League One and feeling sorry for ourselves. But we went and give everybody one of the best days of their lives. Thank you very much to everybody and, and thanks for, for bringing back to all the, the fans who are going to watch this uh, uh, some, some great memories. Cheers, Ben. Stay safe, folks. Stay safe, boys.